You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on. Uranus is going direct, the nodes are changing signs, the sun is going into Aquarius, and we have a ton of Mercury retrograde connections happening this week that should put an interesting tone to the way we communicate. It is quite the busy week, there's just so much going on, and it is going to be interesting. Even looking at the vibes on the graph, they definitely have taken an interesting turn from a week ago. The beginning of the week seemingly starts off somewhat calm, but there is some ambitious energy and there's also some solitude energy. So, I mean, there could be a mixed bag day around the 17th to about the 19th where you're just either needing time to yourself and at the same time, you're needing that time to yourself so you can work on your own stuff with that ambitious energy that's tying through. There's a steady stream of good luck energy that's popping up, which is always nice to see. Despite all the weird, wild stuff we have going on, there is some good energies that we have happening around us. And so some of that good luck energy, hopefully it helps you guys out in terms of whatever you're trying to create for yourself, because it is going to be going on from about the 18th all the way until the 23rd. So we have a week that's going to be carrying us through. And it's also tied in with that ambitious energy and that motivation too. I will say too, with the motivation, sometimes that's due to some hard harder alignments, although it's a mixed bag this week, the harder alignments get us moving and they get us going and they get us going after our goals. So there can be just a bunch of that going on through this week with some luck mixed in. We've got some mental energy mixed in with all that too. So, I mean, this could be about making a game plan for yourself. There's some romantic energy mixed in as well too. So there's a flirty social tone to this week as well. Like I said, there's a mix of good vibes that we have occurring through this week. And even though there's a little bit of just confusion energy in the air, there's still some good stuff that's going on with some of the psychic energy that we have. And that's the highest energy we have on the graph, which will be peaking out around the 21st. So this could be a week where you're feeling more perceptive than normal when it comes down to certain things, situations, and people. So yeah, this is an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe and also share because it does help this channel grow. Also, if you'd like to support the hard work of this channel, you can do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 17th, Venus is making a semi-sextile with Saturn. So this can bring up stuff that happened around December 17th from the Venus retrograde cycle. So think back to what might have been going on with you in regards to relationships that may be cold. There may be some sort of isolation within the relationship. There may be a lack of vulnerability or there could be situations where it just feels like you're losing interest within this relationship and you're no longer feeling it. Your emotions are no longer tied to it. So if you've been in a relationship where you're not getting the attention you deserve and you're feeling like the relationship itself is very isolating and cold, this could be a time where, you know, you're making certain decisions about what you want to do with this whole situation, especially since this is circling back around. This could be a moment of clarity in terms of where you're going with this whole situation. Venus is also going to make a sesquiquadrate to the North Node, so this could definitely make things feel more faded than normal in terms of having to take action with the situation you have going on with your current relationship. So do the best you can when this energy hits. The 18th is a huge day. We've got two events going on that's going to make things feel pretty karmic in a lot of ways. This is because the North and South Node are changing signs and Uranus is going direct. The North Node is going into Taurus and the South Node will be in Scorpio. 
It's been about 18 and a half months since these nodes have changed signs. So we are transitioning from the Gemini Sagittarius axis to the Taurus Scorpio axis. If you use the mean node, these nodes would have changed on December 22nd. I don't use the mean nodes. I use the true node. It's really all a matter of calculation due to the moon's orbit. And the mean node has to do with the average motion of the moon itself, the average rotation of the moon. The true node is calculated a bit differently as well. And you know, the biggest difference is with the mean node, it retrogrades more than the true node. And the true node goes out in and out of retrograde. The true node happens to be the actual position of the moon, whereas the mean node is an average of where the moon is and its node. So use the ones that work best for you. Um, there is no calculation that's better. It just, for me personally, the true nodes have worked well for me. So that's the ones that I use. It's the same thing with house systems. People use Placidus, people use whole sign. I use three different house systems a lot of the time. That's the Gemini rising in me. <laughs> but I use three different house systems for particularly different things. But I'm getting off track. So yeah, use the one that works best for you. I like the true note. I like the mean note too, but the true note just resonates more for me. Yeah, with the node changing signs, we are shifting the tone from going from our facts base versus our beliefs to a more serene tone versus an intense way of looking at things. The serene part belonging to Taurus and the intensity belonging to Scorpio. When we look at the nodes, the north node is where we're headed and the south node is what we need to release. And of course, I'm talking in transit and not your personal nodes. With your personal nodes, you need to integrate both. You definitely need to work towards your north node, but you can't forget about your south node when it comes to a personal chart. As we are leaving the Gemini Sagittarius axis, we have really seen some lessons on beliefs versus the facts that cannot be denied. It's, it's kind of like astrology never lies. It, it really always works. And with the Sagittarius South Node, there was definitely a lot of stuff that we were seeing that was more inflated than normal when it comes down to people's beliefs and opinions versus what the real facts are. The Gemini side of it, the North Node in Gemini was all about looking at the facts and the raw data and being more objective rather than allowing our beliefs that we would have in Sagittarius to take over our our judgment about a situation you know it was about not allowing our opinions to get in the way of what the truth is so now we're going into this taurus scorpio theme and we're going to be focusing more on going towards the taurus side the north node itself and discarding certain things in Scorpio that are lower vibrational. Because when we look at the South Note, we're looking at the lower vibrational situations that could occur that we need to let go of. And so there's going to be a various amount of topics that are going to come up in this that's going to be interesting. With the Scorpio South Note, we're going to be releasing how we look at power. And this could be anything to do with using power, weaponizing power in terms of a financial situation, in terms of a sexual situation. Because that term money and sex is power is a real thing. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who use those things to weaponize against someone else. You know, in the most simplest terms, you can have a situation or relationship where the power dynamics are not even because you have one person that has more feelings than the other person and the other one has less. And that person, unfortunately, has the power. Even if they don't use it, they still have a little bit more power. There are people who do know this and they do use that against the other person. So it's things like that 
You can have situations where people are using their power to run you when it comes down to money. And that could be with a partner, that could be with family, a family member that's taking care of you um, and they're giving you stuff. And so it's only so they can keep the power dynamics going. It could also be a job situation too, where a boss is hanging a promotion over your head or hanging certain things over your head or your job even over your head. And that's a power dynamic. That's not an even split. Like, so situations like that can go on in terms of what we're releasing. I'm not saying that those things will completely eradicate it as we leave that this nodal access but it is something that is going to be more inflated than normal and brought to our attention it's going to be more pr pronounced than usual because we have that south node in scorpio scorpio has a lot to do with other people's money and financial situations as well so again money comes back into play with this and this could be situations where we're uncovering a misappropriation of funds, um, finances, how people use their resources um, or other people's resources, how people have, there could be stuff to do with loans and banking and debts that have been, you know, mishandled by, you know, institutions and things like that. So some of that can come up as well. Our need to be extreme can definitely pop up in this, you know, and I say extreme in the sense where, you know, there's also an ugly side to this where, you know, certain things can come up from the surface that are hidden that are pretty gruesome and brutal. And, you know, this can come up so it can be fixed, of course, but there could be more of an inflation of us seeing things that are more chaotic than normal and the extreme side of things. How people take extreme measures and they react off of strong emotions and do things that are not necessarily the best things for other people and, and quite devastating. So those things can pop up within this note as well. That one of those things that, you know, hopefully there's some resolution that comes with that. So we're needing to leave behind those extreme things in Scorpio and go to a place that's more calm and peaceful and serene, where we become more responsible, where we're not taking things so seriously and being so heavy within certain energies, where we're taking care of others and looking out for others when it comes down to, you know, their comfort and making sure that they have the resources that they need, not allowing people to push us in decisions we're not comfortable with and, you know, taking our time to make the right decisions for ourselves. There's going to be a huge emphasis on self-worth when this is coming up. I mean, self-worth is always a thing. It's never out of style, but the emphasis on it is definitely going to come up more than, than average on this. There's also going to be a need to just beautify things and make the world beautiful and, you know, beautify your neighborhood and stuff. And I mean, this doesn't mean, you know, you're planting flowers and stuff, but just finding ways to just make things feel safer and more comfortable. So we're leaving behind a lot of that harsh energy and trying to go to a place that's softer and comfortable and feels good and, you know, makes us feel happy and puts a smile on our face. And that's a lot of the Taurus energy. That's a lot of the higher vibration of Taurus. So this is going to be something we are going to be working through, through this North Node. There will be a more detailed article about this North Node change into Taurus and Scorpio, which I will link in the description below. And on that same date, Uranus is going direct. And I have to mention, Uranus is going to be with the North Node in Taurus. So at some point, they will conjunct with one another. And this is really nice to have the North Node with Uranus because it is going to help usher in positive, favorable change rather than a feeling of upheaval. So this will shift a lot of the tone. But... Yeah, Uranus is direct. This planet went into the shadow period on May 2nd of 2021 and then went retrograde on August 20th. So think back what was going on with you regarding Uranian themes, Uranus and Taurus themes in your life. What kind of wake-up calls have you had in your life? 
In other words, what have you looked at in your life that needed a significant change? Has there been anything in your life that's been stagnant or something that's just been in a rut for a long time and it's time for you to make moves? Have you realized that, you know, you're not really living your best life? You're not living your life for you. You're not basically having autonomy that you need to be yourself. Where have you been suppressing your needs? We're holding on to old values that are no longer serving you. Have you undergone some sort of internal revolution? Because we deal with those things within Uranus energy. So if these things have been coming up since these dates, since the shadow period for you, it's going to be your time to start looking at what you need to do to continue with the progress you've made since the retrograde period. So use this time to do you. Use this time to be an individual and to embrace your freedom. And no longer repress who you are just to suit other people. Uranus will be out of shadow around May 4th of 2022. So at least within this five month period, we will have time to look at what we need to do and how to sustain this newfound freedom that came from Uranus, at least this time with more clarity. There will also be an article about Uranus Direct that I will link in the description box below with more details about what happens when this planet goes direct if you are being aspected by it. We still have a lot going on on the 18th. We are still not done with the 18th. There is a ton of aspects. Mars is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Uranus. So Mars tying in with this Uranus situation as Uranus is going direct and the nodes are changing is going to definitely be a bit a bit disruptive on this day. This day has a disruptive vibe to it. I will say it does tie in with that drive and ambition because as I said before, when there are harder transits, we have a tendency to act and take action and do what we need to do in order to get things done. So you could feel more ambitious than normal under this energy. The only thing with this one is you want to be careful that you're not making swift changes too quickly and you're not acting too quickly on things because this could lead to a predicament. This could lead to clumsiness, accidents, and things like that. So you want to be aware of that. I mean, this could definitely be a day where something feels like the lid is being blown off something or something abrupt happens. So try to be aware of your surroundings and things like that and just make sure you're just being mindful of what's going on around you. I'm not saying that to scare, but you know, with Uranus going direct like that, and then Mars making a, the sesquiquadrate to Uranus, it could definitely bring about a lot of disruption. So it's something to be aware of. Luckily on that day, Mercury is making its second sextile to Chiron. We last made this aspect to Chiron on the 9th, and this aspect is coming back around. So if there has been themes going on around the 9th, when it comes down to how you're feeling about yourself, your inner dialogue, your, your self-talk, working on negative self-talk, then this could be helpful in bringing bring you to an aha moment of what you need to do in order to make yourself feel better. This is, an, this is a lovely alignment when it comes down to your healing journey and just finding what works for you rather than what everybody else is telling you to do. Finding your own groove, finding your own thing. And also too, even with some of the heavier stuff going on that day, what I like about this is it's good for patching things up with people that you're meant to patch things up with. So this could be a very healing day in terms of some of your relationships as well. So this is lovely energy. Really, truly hoping it mitigates all that Uranus stuff and Mars stuff that's going on. So speaking of edgy energy on the 19th, Mars is going to make a semi-sextile of Pluto. So again, there's sting to the air. And the thing about that is, again, it does help us with our drive, our motivation. It helps us become super ambitious when it comes down to things. So you'll have the energy you need to get things done. However, when these two planets come together, it, it brings in this intensity to the air. 
So people might be more argumentative than normal on this day. Um, over the next couple of days, people might be more edgier than normal. And so this is something that you definitely want to be aware of with this because, you know, it's a hair trigger sort of energy. The littlest things can tick you off with this energy. It could be quite antagonistic. So you could be dealing with antagonizers that day. Try your best to not let other people push your buttons. And it's easier said than done, but really try to not let people get you to the level that you're reacting to them. If someone's being nasty, let them be nasty by themselves if you have the luxury to do it. Because again, I know some people, they live with those people. So that's harder. It's, it's much harder if you live with someone. If when you don't live with them, you can get away with not dealing with their shit all the time. But do the best you can with this because reacting to nasty people is just never a good thing. Um, obviously, you have to stand up for yourself at some point. But sometimes there are moments where it's just like pick and choose your battles because this is a type of alignment where it can get, again, belligerent and nasty and just it just act, it activates people. So, I mean, it's very rageful. If channeled appropriately, though, you can move mountains. But if channeled the wrong way, then yeah, this could definitely be an alignment where it gets the best of you. On that same day, the sun is going into Aquarius. Happy birthday, Aquariuses! It's Aquarius season! So the sun will be in the sign of the water bearer. And even though the sun is in detriment in this alignment, it doesn't mean that we won't have a great time. The reason why the sun is in detriment here is because Aquarius is the opposite of Leo. And so the sun is more about the self. The sun is more about standing out for being a unique individual. And in Aquarius, it's about the group. It's about being a team player. It's about our collaboration with other people rather than it being about ourselves. And so, you know, you have two, you have certain signs that work well in just certain planets. And at some point, you're just going to have a configuration that may not not necessarily be the most comfortable in a certain planet. So this is why these things happen. But yeah, I'm happy to see Aquarius season after all those alignments that I was just talking about because with Aquarius season, we are more inclined to be active and have fun, regardless if it's cold somewhere, you know, it just, ha it happens to be an active time. Plus it's, it's interesting timing because it's ruler Uranus went direct the day before and has a bunch of crazy alignments, but that doesn't mean that we won't have fun with this. So we're going to feel more inclined to just do something different, do something that's outside of the norm, do something that's outside the box. You know, in other words, if you've just been in a rut, which at this point, most people, cabin fever sinks in for a lot of people that live in cold weather places. I used to live in a cold weather place, so I absolutely remember exactly what that feels like. By the time you get to the end of January, February, you're over it. And this is going to be a time where, you know, you're just looking to do something new and bust out of your rut and just find some sort of adventure somewhere. And because we are dealing with the sun in Aquarius too, this is going to be about our confidence, our ego, and our, our identity. And we're going to feel more inclined to just try try something new and find adventure somewhere. It really helps in terms of boosting self-esteem and your ego just to try something fun. And, and this tends to be a more social time. So we're going to feel more inclined to hang out with the people we care about, right? Hang out with the people we consider our tribe. Hang out with the people we consider our group of people. So you could be feeling as though it's time to just really get together with the people who matter most, the people that you connect with in terms of the group. And it doesn't have to always be face-to-face. -face. This could be online communities you're a part of. This could be online groups you're a part of and things like that. But just really connecting with like-minded people. There's also a cool thing that happens with this where, you know, because we have, I mean, Mercury is retrograde, but because we have Mercury in Aquarius along with the Sun being in Aquarius and Saturn being in Aquarius, you know, there could be some shifts that we see in terms of just scientific breakthroughs that happen under this alignment, under this sign. 
especially with Uranus just going direct the ruler of Aquarius, the modern ruler of Aquarius. This could be a time where, you know, all of a sudden we're just kind of get, hearing about some sort of breakthrough that's going to help revolutionize our lives in some sort of way. Also good about this is we feel more inclined and feel more confident when we're helping other people. So this could definitely bring in the urge to help your fellow man and, you know, roll up your sleeve and just look out for other people. This is all about helping the collective in this energy and furthering the collective. So that way we kind of move past our boundaries and past the old and what's holding us back. Of course, there's always a lower vibration to these sign changes as there always is. And with this one, Unfortunately, there's a tendency towards intellectual arrogance and things like that and people suffering from hive mind syndrome. I mean, more so within Mercury and Aquarius, but with all this Aquarius energy and Mercury being in retrograde, there could be situations like that that occur or that you're hearing about, you know, with people just having a problem with groupthink and that in itself can be very toxic. So it's something to be aware of. There's also a coldness to this energy as well. There's also a detachment to this energy as well. So, you know, it could feel like people aren't as warm and fuzzy in that sort of regard, like when it comes down to emotions and feelings. So that could be one of those things that kind of puts a little bit of a damper on this. But other than that, this is definitely a fun energy in itself. I really truly welcome it after, you know, just feeling a bit stagnant. I mean, because Aquarius helps us get out of our stagnation. It helps us get out of our comfort zone. So let's embrace it for that. On the 21st, we have an aspect that's going on with Mercury and Jupiter in, in a semi-sextile. And this in itself can inflate some of the dishonesty that might have been going on from the other day. This is going to be one of the first connections that the, these planets are making. And if there has been any carryover from some of the other stuff when it comes down to dishonesty, this is something where you can be dealing with more embellishments. And maybe not so much in the most deceptive way. Sometimes people over-exaggerate in a harmful way and they don't mean any harm by it. So it it just it this is one of those alignments where it can bring that up it can also bring in the harmful ones but at the same time this one here just feels like a lot of over embellishing and of course that's always annoying nobody wants to deal with that so this is going to be one of those days where you're going to feel a little bit off kilter or just the communication that you're having with others is just off in a lot of ways i mean i will definitely say with some of these alignments going on this is where you have mercury retrograde situations with both of the alignments the mercury neptune situation and this one where you really want to make sure you are going slow and you want to make sure you're looking at all the details of a situation before you sign any documents or you go with a contract of any sorts just go slow and make sure everything is on the up and up so yeah just be mindful and make sure you're looking at everything and from every angle and make sure it's making sense before you do anything or act on any sort of venture that you're trying to undertake. And on the 23rd, Sun is going to make a conjunction with Mercury and this conjunction happens during Mercury's retrograde cycle and I will say with this it could bring in some light bulb moments where you are having a moment of clarity despite the fact that Mercury is in retrograde. So this could be one of those moments where you're finally finding a missing puzzle piece of something that you just couldn't figure out or you're having an aha moment or you're realizing that, you know, yeah, you're revising plans, but it's going to work out in the long run long run as long as you revise those plans. So this is a good energy for just kind of revisiting things and using your intelligence to get yourself through. And on that same day, Mars is making a semi-square with Saturn. So don't push your limits on this day also. I mean, even though we have the Sun conjunct Mercury, which is great and it's a fun energy also as well, and it 
it's just inspiring. We still have stuff going on with Mars and Mars is hitting Saturn now. And now at this point, if you are wanting to do something and you're wanting to rush into something, be careful because it can backfire on you. So this is that type of energy where you just don't want to push your luck because it's something that may not go in your favor. So even though, you know, we have certain things that are going on that are less restrictive, this could cause you to feel more restrictive than normal within this energy. This also could be just butting heads with people who are in higher positions than you or have more authority or clout than you. If you want to be aware of this, you want to be aware of your actions because, you know, say that there's something that you just need to wait two months longer for it and it's all yours. This could be one of those days where if you do the wrong thing, you may not have it at all. You may, you may never get it, you know, so it's better to get it later than never have it at all. And this is basically one of those aspects where, you know, just wait your turn. Your turn is coming. Try not to push your luck in any way. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.